the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is it really the most wonderful time of the year? And later, it's Friday. You know what that means. We have a very special top five list. You're listening to The Common Good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson alongside my co-host, Brian Fromm. We love that you're with us today. If you've missed any of today's show, we'd love to invite you to go back and catch up on our podcast, wherever it is you stream your podcast. We'd love to invite you also to subscribe, rate, and review. We're looking for some new reviewers. Come on now, people. Yeah, take some time to do that. We would really, really appreciate it. And that would help The Common Good move up in the algorithms over there on wherever it is you, you cast those pods of yours. We love connecting with you on social media as well. We are at Common Good Talk on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Brian, we just talked about your cynicism as your possible My word of the year. year. It's cynical. <laughs> um, and in, in honor of that, I found two minutes with comedian Jim Gaffigan. He's a Catholic comedian. Kevin and I listen to quite a bit. He's, He's funny. He is funny. He's got so many kids and he sort of brings his Catholicism into his comedy. So very, very funny. But he asked this question, is it really the most wonderful time of the year? Let's take a listen. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Really? Is it the most wonderful? Have you been outside, seen the crowds, the traffic? Ever go through security in the airport in December? I'll tell you one word that doesn't come to mind. Wonderful. Maybe for you it is the most wonderful time of the year. It's better than summer, fall, spring. You prefer crowds, cold and congestion. To you, that's wonderful. Who even uses that type of language? Wonderful? Oh, this time of the year's wonderful. I know that song's from the early 60s, but you know even back then people were like, who says wonderful? There is pressure to be happy in December, to be full of wonder. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. At times I want to say, settle down. I'm not saying I don't have great holiday memories. I like Christmas, but not enough to fill a month or to make me behave like I'm in one of those Hallmark movies. I guess what annoys me the most is when someone says happy holidays, you have to give a happy holidays back. It's an obligation. Happy holidays. I want to say my parents are dead, but I just give a long pause and respond with happy holidays. The only thing worse than that mandatory happy holidays is the mandatory happy new year. Ugh, that's coming up. Anyway, have a good one. 
Okay, I thought that was so funny. Like, he's like, I don't want to say Merry Christmas. I want to say my parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I appreciated the word for those of us who are may not feeling bright and shiny and merry this time of year. He's sort of giving you permission that it's okay. It's okay if it's not the most wonderful time of year for you. But that also made me think of um, over at this website called cheeseburger.com. <laughs> what a great had, website know, name. It's not a great website. They had 34 cynical Christmas tweets to get you into that festive spirit. And some of these were so funny, Brian, that I had to share them with you. So I'm going to read you the first one and you and I can kind of go back and forth to pick some of our favorites. But are you ready for this one? I'm ready. I'm, I'm This is right up my alley. Yeah, this is good. The older you get, the more holidays become about keeping your father off a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's pretty good, right? Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Let me get one here. Okay, I can share one more. Uh, <laughs> Nativity scenes are Warhammer for grandmas. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, here's one. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Later, all I want for Christmas is you. Exactly. What does that do for my self confidence, Mariah? <laughs> That's really that's funny. Pretty good. Uh, that's really funny. Uh, let me find one here. For uh, for some reason, there are ants all over my Christmas tree, from the presents at the bottom all the way up to the McRib oh, tree no. topper. <laughs> the McRib tree topper. That's uh, funny. Okay, this one's good. Are you um, are you a fan of Home Alone? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Worst things the parents on Home Alone do. Number three, never punish Buzz. That's like the mean bully kid. Yep, with yep. kid. Two, forget one of their kids. Yes. Number one, try to make everyone drink milk with their pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a good one. Okay. Uh, just so we're clear, the Grinch never really hated Christmas. He hated people, which is fair. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. I like that one. All right. Here's another good one. If anybody says, see you next year to me on New Year's Eve, I'm going to avoid them for the next 365 days. Hope the joke was worth a year of friendship. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Uh, a way in a manger, no crib for a bed, no couch for a bed, no bed for a bed. Uh, you won't believe what the Lord's bed was that nice that night. A nice, comfy ar armchair. Ha ha ha. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's pretty funny. funny. Okay, this one's pretty. This one's pretty good. Watching a New Year's Eve countdown and all the Backstreet Boys dress like the oldest people who still work at the mall. <laughs> That's so true. Do you watch those now? And you're like, wait, that's in sync or whoever. Uh, how about this one? Any tree can be a Christmas tree if you yell at your family around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's a really good. Okay. These are very entertaining. Let's see if this, I don't know if this one was, no, that one's not very funny. Some of these are not very funny. Let's see. Nothing. Oh, this one's good. This one's so good. Nothing like opening Christmas gifts to remind you that the people you're closest to in the world know absolutely nothing about you. <laughs> like All right, here's, here's a New Year's one. If you're worried you're not going to get a New Year's Eve kiss, just remember that Valentine's Day is in 45 days and you're probably going to be alone then, too. <laughs> <laughs> That one's cynical. That one's dark. That's good. Okay, here's another one. This one's pretty dark, too. 
Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the weather inside is frightful too. You live in a world of unending horrors. There is no escape. <laughs> uh, here's a here's a uh, here's a church uh, Christmas carol one. Okay, let's uh, hear it. We begin inaudibly. Oh, come, let us adore him. Then normal, oh, come, let us adore him. Screaming at the top of your lungs, oh, come, let us adore him. Perfectly normal as if nothing had just happened. Christ the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That song does just kind of build. Yeah, it does. It escalates for sure. Okay, let's do a couple more. Here's a good one. My New Year's resolution is to try to actually finish something. And it stops. It just says something. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, good. that's clever that, that's funny oh, that's, that's not one. that's funny all right one more let's find okay okay <laughs> oh, this, i got a good one if you go ahead. i hate i hate when people brag about their lavish christmas gifts on twitter underneath sent from iphone x 256 <laughs> gigs <laughs> okay the last one right i think you'll appreciate this because it's about new year's resolutions we were just talking about how you're a little cynical about all the virtue signaling when people share their new year's resolutions that's right here's one there are literally no rules saying your new year's resolution can't be for evil All right. Well, we hope that those of you who are cynical enjoyed some of those cynical tweets and the words from Jim Gaffigan. Coming up next, I'm going to give Brian some Christmas trivia. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Man, Brian, this is our last show of the new year. Of 20. Technically, it's our last show of the old the year. Old year. <laughs> That's true. I don't know why I just said it like that. You're right. It's our last show before the new year. Yes, it's crazy. Get some time yeah. off. It's so crazy. So as we've been saying all week, Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat just around the corner. And so in honor of Christmas, I thought I would do something we haven't done in a while here. I'm going to give Kevin some Christmas. Not Kevin. Brian. Man, I must need a Christmas vacation. You are crazy Brian, right now. Some yes. Christmas trivia questions. I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, I am ready. I'm going to dominate. I, I Christmas is my jam. Good. You're yes. good on this. All right. Here's an easy one. Which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? Oh, that's easily eggnog. Easily eggnog. Well done, sir. I've never heard it called that, but it does actually make sense. Milk punch? Kind of nasty, right? <laughs> Although eggnog is kind of a nasty name, too. Correct. To and a nasty so. drink, actually, as well. I, I have mixed feelings about it. Every once in a while, I really like it, and then other times, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, okay, no, I'm, I'm more of a nope on that one. Okay. What did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? Oh, I'm trying to sing it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't let him like uh join in join on Christmas Day. They didn't let him be part of the team. They didn't let him uh, pull the sled. <laughs> Brian, join in any reindeer games. Any reindeer game. I'm trying to sing it in my head. There's too much pressure. I'm going like then I'm like, oh I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't let him be part of the team. <laughs> Nope. I meant like, you know, pulling the sled <laughs> or playing the games, if you will. Reindeer games. They wouldn't let him join yeah. any reindeer nope. games. I'm now singing it in my head. It's coming out very clearly now. <laughs> All right. You should. You better make up for it on this one. How many ghosts show up in A Christmas Carol? So this one is very, um, this one, I don't think you realize, causes great controversy. It kind of does. Yes. 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 Because the, know, right, yeah. the right answer should be four, right? Mm-hmm. And most people say right 
three. Four. Right. Did that? Did they say four on that one? They said four. They said okay, four. good. Because most people think past, present, future. But then you have like the ghost who says, "Let me show you around." Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, Brian, your pastor, you should know this one. Where was oh, the baby dangerous. Jesus born? In a manger. No, okay. <laughs> what, what town was baby Jesus born? <laughs> In Bethlehem, little town yeah, of Bethlehem. Bethlehem. That's right. Okay, let's see if you know this. This is a classic Christmas movie, but I don't know if you're up on classic Christmas movies. The movie Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street Ooh, is based on a well. real life department store. What is it? Oh, right. That's in New York City. It's got to be Macy's. Yeah, it's Macy's. Well done. Well done, sir. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Give me two popular nicknames for Santa Claus. Uh, He is Saint Nick. Yep. Chuck. Uh, He is... Uh, Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. Well done. Wow. I I what are some others? I mean, those are the only ones on this list. So oh, okay. Santa, good. Maybe. Nicklaus. Those are the only two on the list. <laughs> I could have come with anything right there and you would have had to be like, yep, you you're right. Have. Yep. That counts. Okay. Here we go. Elvis Presley. He's not going to have a white Christmas. He's going to have a. Blue Christmas. Oh man, what were you doing there? Were you looking? Were you googling that, Brian? I was That's not, but I was. I was no, no, no. I wasn't in my mind. I was going blue Christmas, but I was like, that could be dumb. Well, I was right, right? I know he'll have a blue Christmas without okay, you. Good. All right. Uh, what do people traditionally put on top of a Christmas tree? That would be a star. Ooh, you're so close. It's not a star. Yes, it's a star. What is the other thing people traditionally put up on a Christmas tree? An angel. An angel. That's right. We actually have a star. My mom has an angel. Is it? I thought it was traditionally a star. Okay, I'm learning. What do you guys have? Usually a star, but we couldn't find it this year, so there's nothing. Uh, okay. Sad. <laughs> sad. Okay, this one's... Too much information there, I suppose. We'll you know it. Uh, in Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Oh, I do not remember this. I know. I, that's a hard one. It's somewhere in Europe. Nope. I got it. I got it. Even before you said that, I do remember this. They're going to Paris. They are going to Paris. That is yes. correct. All right. In the classic Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas... The Grinch was described with three words. What are they? Oh, I know the song. He's then, then, then. Yes, you're so close. Oh, I can't. They, they I can hear them. S, they start with ST. Stink, stink, stunk. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done. Okay. I love. Are you a fan of The Grinch? Oh, the movie. I, I, I don't like the. Um, Jim Carrey one. No, no, I'm talking the traditional. Yes, like, like I movie. think it's so great. I love it. I love it. I love. It. Even my kids were saying how much they love that one. Still, after all, it this really time. is good. And yeah, yeah and it's yes, it's I like it too. Miss movie. Yeah, it's and I, I actually like the one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. That's a new animated version. That was pretty good too. Yeah, I don't feel like the Jim Carrey one was necessary. No, no, I don't. It felt unnecessary. Yep, unnecessary. Okay, this one's hard. Are you ready? We're like stepping up the trivia a little bit. Okay. In which modern day country was Saint Nicholas born? He was born in the country of Greenland. 
That's such a good guess because Greenland makes you think of Christmas or Iceland. Maybe it's yeah. Turkey. Oh, I was never getting that one. You'd never guess that. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. We've got a couple more. Are you ready for them? We should eat turkey on Christmas then. We should eat turkey. No, you should eat turkey on Christmas. I'm not eating turkey. Okay. In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. What happens every time a bell rings? An angel gets its wings. Yes, that's right. Do you like that movie? Like, so, if it were not known as, like, this classic movie. Like, the, sometime a yeah. top ten, top five list after after the new year here. It's going to be top movies that if uh, that are classics that if you just saw them and you didn't know they were classics, you'd hate it. Yeah, that might you might be right that that's one of those. Like, it's a it's a it's a hard movie to sit through. I think so, too. Yeah. I feel about yeah. that way about so many of the old classic movies, by the way. Yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to think of another one, like Citizen Kane, that's supposed to be like this incredible movie. Gone with the I Wind. Like, oh, I like Gone with the Wind, actually. But to be honest, I haven't seen it in many years. So do I really like it or would I be watching it again? And, and I'm going to really, yeah. if my wife were actually listening, I would be hurting our marriage here. But I also feel that way about The Sound of Music. <gasps> really? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan. I do like the sound of music, but again, some of these are like, if they're on, I'll watch them, but I'm not necessarily choosing to. So that says something, right? Yeah. It does say something. Although there's a lot of good stuff on at the time. Yes. All right. Any more? I'm dominating. Yep. Speaking of movies, which Hollywood actor played six different roles in the Polar Express? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. All right. uh, Let's do, let's do a couple more. Which country did eggnog come from? Speaking of milk punch. <laughs> milk punch. That feels like something that would have initially come out of Sweden. That does sound right, but it's England. Ah, close. Okay, okay, last question. All right. uh, this did, is for all the marbles. Oh, yep, all of them right here. What did Frosty the Snowman do when a magic hat was placed upon his head? Oh, I don't know. Brian. I'm now singing it in my head again. I'm singing in my head again, but I don't remember where we get to the magic hat. He began uh, to dance around. Oh, Frosty the Snowman. He began to dance around, Brian. When he put the hat on? Yes, he began to dance around when he put the hat on. Mm, okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry, you lost everything. What a terrible way to end your year. Coming up next. Coming up next. It's Friday. It's Christmas. And we are going to do one of our favorite things. We've got a very special top five list for you when we return. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Our normal top five list, we are actually going to double for you. Yes. And we have a top 10 list. Brian, you want to tell the people what it is? I like this. This was uh, brought to you by uh, the, the mind of our producer, Laura Finch. Common good last minute Christmas gift list. So all of these have something to do with our show. Just yes, something to do. Something to do with our show. Let's start with number 10. What do you think? Sure, we can work up that way. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, why don't uh, you tell the people what number 10 is and why this is common good themed? So, when you and I are at the uh, at the radio station, we will regularly take a break and we will walk down to a uh, a common break room at the so our studio is on floor 4. We go down to the base level, go over there, we'll get, and we always get drinks. And we always get the same drinks, except when you can't figure out how a vending machine works. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty much every day. About half of the time. Yep, yep. 
I always get, and I, I always hope that it's either uh, cherry or raspberry, but I always get a bubbly, like those kind of waters. Um, and I love them. And you always get a propel, a propel water, a propel water, especially if they have grape flavored, then I get very, very excited. So you do get your people a bubbly or a propel water for a last minute, common good Christmas gift. That is correct. Get them a case, get them an entire case. I love it. All right. Here's number nine. This is a very Aubrey specific, but I think Brian's a fan too. So I'm going to go with it. You just buy all my books. You can, <laughs> you can come to my house and I'll have them wrapped and ready and signed for you. And you can give those to your people as last minute Christmas gifts. That's a good one. Are you, uh, did you just invite everybody to your home? I did. Everyone's invited, especially if they're buying books. Really? Should yep. we give out your address right now? Um, no, you, you <laughs> can DM me <laughs> and first pay me on Venmo and then you can. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Next one. I'm going to go off the list here uh, okay. and I, I'm going to put one in here. We should start selling these in the new year or giving them away or whatever. But one of my favorite sweatshirts that I own is a oh. common good sweatshirt oh, that's that great. has our logo on it. Yes. I would. I don't wear it out because it feels weird to wear something out with our names on it. <laughs> so that's not doing the promotion that I'm supposed it's supposed to do. But Aubrey, it is the most comfortable sweatshirt, and uh, yeah. it, I wear it around the house all the time. So we my need to. Son, my sons wear them to school all the time because he thinks it's cool that our names are on t-shirts. <laughs> so we need to do this. This is right. And we also have common good hats. We got a yes. common good merch. We could. We got to get that merch out in 2023. Yeah, we do. I feel like that's definitely a goal of ours. Okay, uh, number seven. I'm going to go with something that is very radio station specific. I want I this. You and I need to give to each other for Christmas. That is. A Mediterranean cruise with Pastor Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg. From August 26th to September 4th, he is cruising around the Mediterranean. It's called the Deeper Faith Mediterranean Cruise. You get time with the amazing Scottish. We love his accent, Alistair Begg, and get to cruise the Mediterranean. So this feels like an incredible last minute gift. You can go on our website and find out more about that. And I think Brian and I need to go. So, so I like it one. I like that one. So when when you and I meet uh, and our producers and everybody and we make plans for the coming year, uh, we often talk about like goals of like growing the show or mm-hmm. this many followers or whatever else it may be. It feels like number one on the whiteboard needs to be that we have gotten our show to the point where they are asking us to cruise done, the Mediterranean. Done, 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 we can bring and done. We can bring our spouses and yes. then listeners can come and it, and it, people would actually want to do that. Yeah, I like it. I think that's a good idea. Could let's, you imagine? Let's put that on our manifest board or whatever it's called. And make I that. do love Alistair Begg. Just even his his like his words are unbelievable, but how he says his words, oh, so wonderful. And, and in the Mediterranean, I mean, can't go wrong with that. That's I'm I'm in. I'm in for that one. All right, number six. Get your people uh, something that uh, we a resource we use all the time here. Christianity Today. You can get yeah, them a subscription. Subscription to Christianity Today. It would a lot of these were. Joy- Joking around about, but honestly, uh, a subscription to Christianity Today would be well, it's a great gift. It would be a great gift for somebody in your life. Absolutely. Okay, number five. This is uh, on our common good last minute Christmas gifts. If you are local in the western suburbs, we would encourage you to take a friend to the common good cocktail house in Glen Ellen. 
common good cocktail house. You could wear your common good sweatshirt at the common good cocktail house. Have you ever been there? I've never been there. I feel like we need to do a live show from there, though. Don't we? Don't we in the new year sometime? I've never been there either. I used to work in Glen Ellen. That was my that was my place. The common good cocktail house. All right. Number four. We just had them on the other day. Pray tell. Right. Pray tell Christmas album. Uh, John and Valerie, Valerie. Guerra. Yep. Uh, you should get their Christmas album. Yeah, I have been listening to that nonstop. It's have you really? So good. Yes. There's three and, of them, but the third one I can't quit listening to. And then just for you, people should get the Muppets Christmas vinyl. Oh, they should. You'll love it. You'll love it. It's so good. I've also been listening to that this Christmas. Okay, um, this one, one of our favorite guests, a beautiful book. It was on recently. Number three, you can get a last-minute copy of Kelly Flanagan's book called The Unhiding of Elijah Campbell. We would highly recommend that as well after my books, obviously. After your books, which, <laughs> which I don't know if this was in order because they're further down the list here. So I was trying to be gracious to Kelly, but our listeners, <laughs> our listeners know, they know. <laughs> uh, this one, I've got to do number two because yeah. number two is a gift card to Panera. If anybody listens to this show <laughs> ever, you know that I spend entirely too much money at Panera, at Dunkin' Donuts, at yes. Starbucks, but yes. I have an affinity towards the chili at Panera. But at all of those places, I will get an unsweetened iced tea. And Panera, Aubrey, if you really want to go overboard for, for I believe, $11 a month, you can get your loved one a uh, unlimited SIP membership in which Stop they can it. get a drink every day for free. You have that, I bet, right? You're joking, right? Yes, I have that. I live by that. that. I will go out of my way and stop at Panera to go in and get my free drinks. I feel like they invented the SIP subscription for you. That is unbelievable. Yes, 100%. Okay, Okay. good job. Good job. Yeah, Brian, I always make a joke that if I was going to be Brian Fromm for Halloween, I would wear a hoodie, a Mets hoodie, and have a big iced tea. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. All right, Brian, are you ready for number one? I am. I have many guesses of what it could be, so I'm very ready. All right. Well, number one, believe it or not, we think that you, as a last-minute common good theme, you should give your people, on behalf of your people, a year of food for a family in Latin America or the Caribbean for $72. A $72 gift provides food for a year for a child across the world who would not have food without you or a gift of $144 provides for a family for an entire year. You can do that through our friends at Food for the Poor by going to our website, 1160hope.com, clicking on the Food for the Poor banner. Brian, that is our common good last minute Christmas gift. It's a pretty good one. And I need I need some last minute Christmas gifts. So uh, <laughs> these are good. I'm grateful for them. Yeah, we hope you have a Merry Christmas. We hope you've got some great stuff planned uh, and some uh, some great gifts for your loved ones. Yeah, that's right. Well, when we return, we're going to end out the show and end out the year by sharing an Advent reading with you. We'll do that when we come back. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. It is the end of the show, but not just the end of the show. It is the last show of the year. We will be back next week with best of shows. So you'll have some of our our greatest material. But we realize you are about to go into Christmas. Many of you going on vacation. So we certainly want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And we want to end the show 
thinking about the power of this season, Brian, all week we've been actually the past couple weeks, we've been covering the 12 days of prayer and action for a Christmas miracle for immigrants. Mm. Um, our friends at the evangelical immigration table are giving us 12 action steps and prayer steps that we can take. So today, which is day 11, Friday, December 3rd, we are all invited to call your U.S. Senator's office once again. Thank them if legislation has already moved forward and plead with them to prioritize solutions for dreamers, border communities, Afghans and farm workers if they have not yet taken action, even if that means returning after the holidays to finish this important task. And we'll share tomorrow's as well, Saturday, December 24th, as you begin to prepare your Christmas dinner. Pray for the farm workers responsible for bringing food from the field or farm to your table, including many immigrants. Pray that God would sustain them and that our laws would affirm the dignity of their work. I have loved this. um, It's been really good. Days of Christmas. Yeah. Calendar from our friends at the Evangelical Immigration Table. Good stuff over there. Yeah. And as we're reminded, right, what we love about Matt Sorens and those guys over there is that it's not overly political. We're not trying to bang your head. Believe this. No, it's like actually care on a deep level, on a soul level, on a prayer level for the immigrant, for the refugee, for he talks about here, the farm worker and others that you probably wouldn't normally think about. So it's a great reminder that when Jesus says, pray for the least of these, quite frankly, in our culture, these tend to be the least of these who Mm -hmm. go forgotten. And uh, Matt and others at the immigration table, evangelical immigration table, and also at World Relief are saying basically, like, don't forget, don't forget whatever your politics we all can agree that we're to be praying, we're to be advocating, yep. uh, and and that that's important, especially this time of year. Yep, absolutely. Well, Brian, one of the things we've also been doing the past few weeks is sharing Advent readings from Christianity Today. And I wanted to share one from Kelly Trulio. It is called For to Us, A Child is Born. It's a few paragraphs. I'm actually going to read you the whole thing. And okay. We'll have a conversation about it as we wrap up the show. Here's what Kelly says. During Advent, we prepare our hearts to celebrate the arrival of this child, the infant Jesus laid in a manger, loved by Mary and Joseph, worshipped by shepherds and wise men. But Advent, which means arrival, invites us to prepare for much more than the holy night of his birth. Throughout church history, Advent has been a season of anticipation. It began in the early centuries of Christianity, as a period in preparation for Epiphany, the celebration of Jesus's appearance and the manifestation of his identity, which was also a day set aside for the baptism of new believers. Soon Advent began to focus on the anticipation of another appearance, the second coming of Christ. By the Middle Ages, the themes we tend to associate with Advent today had become part of the church's observance as Christians included celebratory anticipation of Christmas alongside their contemplation of Jesus's return. Each of these historical themes interweaves throughout Advent's traditional scripture readings as the Bible's promises and prophecies speak expansively about Jesus's identity and purpose. As we delve deep into these truths, our worship of the babe in the manger is enriched, for we kneel before the one who would make his identity manifest through miracles of great power. We bow before the one who will one day come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. Isaiah contains some of the most compelling prophecies pointing to Jesus. We read of a promised son who would be called Emmanuel, God with us. We learn of a light that will dawn upon people living in darkness, and we encounter this resounding promise. 
For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government of peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. That's Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. Kelly goes on to say, Scripture's prophecies of the promised one often have layers of meaning and multiple fulfillments. They frequently point toward a fulfillment in the prophet's own time, but also direct our gaze toward the Messiah and his first coming, as well as the second advent we await. What do you think about that, Brian? I just think it's beautiful. I think yeah. at this time of year, we can get so busy, Aubrey. We can get so distracted with great things. None of them yeah. bad with right. great things. Right. But we, we lose sight of... Um, why this is good news of great joy for all people. And mm-hmm. so to take time to read something like this, to be reminded, to take time to read your Bible, to take time, you know, to listen to some Christmas, whatever else it might be to recenter us and go, okay, why am I so a savior has come. Jesus has come. The light has broken into the darkness. This is reason for great joy. Uh, I think not just enriches our, our, our uh, holiday, our Christmas, it actually centers it. It says, yeah. no, this yeah. is what it's all about. This is what you're doing. And so as you go about your your Christmas in the coming days, like we love the Christmas, everybody's favorite holiday, right? As we go, or, uh, as we go about this over these next couple days, uh, do not run through it without reminding yourself, taking time to reflect and to think about um why is this such good news? Why is this an offer of hope and of joy? What is it? What is it that actually happened when Jesus came uh, and was born in that manger in that town of Bethlehem? Why is this such a big deal? Uh, don't get lost in all of the periphery of gifts and Santa and food and family gatherings. Again, all of which are awesome. Like these are, those are to be celebrated, Uh, but don't go through the Christmas season without being reminded that the savior has come. Jesus has arrived. Everything has changed. And that brings great good news of great joy for all people. Oh, such a good word for all of us this time of year. Thanks so much for for that, Brian. Really appreciate it. And for all of you, we're praying for you as you Mm -hmm. celebrate um, Christmas, of course, this weekend. And as you celebrate the new year, we are so excited to see what God has in store for all of us. Brian and I will be back again when in 2020. 23 will be on all next week with best of shows. We hope you enjoy those as well for Brian from I'm Aubrey Sampson. We are wishing you a very Merry Christmas. You've been listening to the common good on AM 1160 hope for your life. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.